We're going to learn a piece from Rapinkus on Parshas Vayeshev. Very uh, important medrash. Very important medrash. Very famous medrash, I might add. Vayishma Ruven Vayetzilim Yadam. Pasuk says the Ruven heard that Yosef was um, thrown into the pit. And he went to save them, save him from their hands. So, Amar B'Yitzchak, Limadetecha Taira Derech Eretz. The Taira teaches us Derech Eretz. Shekeshiyehe Adam Eisa Mitzvah, Ye Eisa Eisa Belev Sameach. When a person does a mitzvah, he should always do a mitzvah with great happiness, with a happy heart. Had Reuven only known that Hashem would write about him in the Torah, that Reuven heard and he saved Yosef from their hands, he wouldn't just have stopped by arranging Yosef to, uh, uh, you know, to come out of the pit, and to sell him, he would actually have taken him and brought him to his father. If Bayaz had only known, Bayaz was of course the husband of Rus, and from them came David HaMelech eventually, that he gave her some dried roast, dried roasted uh, wheat or barley or something, something you know, wheat-related. Had Bayez only known that the Megillus Rus would record for all time that Bayez was gracious enough to give Rus, this is, of course, before, um, before she married him. That was towards the end of the middle of Megillah. But in the middle of the Megillah, um, when she came to collect uh, food from Lekachikrapea from his field, so he gave her uh, some food. He gave her some very you know regular, regular uh, roasted uh, wheat of some sort. Had he only known that this was going to be recorded, he would have done much better. He would have given her uh, like steaks, agolim petum, fattened agolim. That's the medrash. That's the medrash. That when you do something, you have to do something with all of your heart because you never know if you would all, if you could only understand how much credit you're going to get for doing something. This is I'm just telling you the the, the simple way of understanding this medrash. Then you would do it much better. If let's say I told you, let's say there was an ani that came to your door or it was walking around yeshiva, and you gave him a dollar, and then, like, if you would know that in Eilam Emes, they're going to make, like, a big deal about that dollar that you gave, and they're going to, you know, make a whole siyam uh, for that one dollar, you'd say, oh, yeah, I, I would have done much better. I would have given a thousand dollars. I would have given him my watch. I would have, I would have, you know, if I knew that the, that the paparazzi was, was taking pictures of me at that time, that things are, are being recorded, that this is what I'm going down in history for, you would do it much better. If Reuven would know the Torah considers him the savior of Yosef, he would have not just, you know, arranged to pull Yosef out of the pit, but he would have brought him home 
to his father. If Baez had known that Hashem is writing about him, that he extended that wheat, I would have forget wheat. I would have given her filet mignon. This is how the Medrash ends, okay? The Medrash ends as follows. In the olden days, a person would perform a mitzvah and the Navi would record that that mitzvah was performed. Now, who writes it down when, when, when you do a mitzvah, when I do a mitzvah? Who writes that down? Who's writing down right now that at, uh, at 8, 10 p.m. On a, on a Wednesday night in the middle of the month of Kislev, uh, very soon to finals, that everybody in this room decided to come to the Vad? Who's writing this down? I'm not writing it down. Are you writing it down? Nobody's writing it down. Who's, writing it? Who's recording this for posterity? So the Medrash says, remarkably... Eliyahu Melech HaMashiach V'HaKadosh Baruch Hu Chais Ma'yedeim Eliyahu HaNavi and Melech HaMashiach no less personalities than the two greats Eliyahu and Melech HaMashiach they write it down and HaKadosh Baruch Hu stamps it HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts a stamp on this on the two uh, on, the, on the record that was kept by Eliyahu and Melech HaMashiach so everybody's the fact that you were here tonight you know, if you're looking for who's taking attendance in the room, nobody's taking attendance that we could see. But there's a major attendance being taken by Elio, Melech HaMashiach, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the true, the same thing for davening in the morning. You think, of who's, who, which Kyle guy is paid to, 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 to take attendance by davening? Right? Who's getting, who knows if I'm here for first Seder? Who knows if I'm here for the Shmuz on Friday? Who knows if I'm here for... You, you might... Maybe nobody here. Maybe there's no attendance taken. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows exactly who's doing what because Eliyahu and Melech HaMashiach are recording every single little thing that we do. There's no such thing as a little thing. Everything is big. Whatever we're doing in life, we're davening, we're putting on tefillin, we're, 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 uh, we're thinking good thoughts, we're doing a Maisa Chesed, we do tzedakah, Every little thing is recorded. Nothing is, like, forgotten. Don't everything, like, and what did I do that for? Like, does anyone care if I do? It's very, very important. Every single thing that you do is certified. And this is something that we always have to bear in mind. People will talk. Fearful, God-fearing people will talk one man to his friend. Hashem will pay attention and listen and it will all be written down in the book of mem- remembrances before Hashem for the year Hashem l'chay Reuven and Bayaz, they never imagined in a million years they didn't realize how great their actions were. You think when Bayez gave that little, you know, maybe $2 worth of wheat to, to Ruz, you think it was like a big deal for him? He didn't understand the gravity of this, that, that there will be, if, if the Pasuk in Megillus Rus was, is missing those words, it would be a Pasuk in Megillah. He didn't understand that. And so he did it, but he didn't hop how great, how 
non-trivial that was, that act of chesed, giving her that little muzzin, how important that was, Reuven didn't understand that it was so important what he was trying to do to get Yosef out of that pit, that HaKadosh writes, Vayishma Reuven ve'etzlem yadam, he didn't realize that all he was doing was saving his brother. Now you think, oh, well, that's a pretty big deal to save your brother from a pit. But listen to what, the way Rapingas is magdir this. Let's see what would have happened had Yasef died in that pit. There would be no Kla Yisrael. The whole point, the whole purpose of the creation of the world would be gone. There's no such thing as 11 Shvatim. Yasef would have died, but we would have still had Ruvain, Shimon. No, no, no. If there's no 12 tribes, if we don't have the complete 12 tribes, there's nothing. There's no Kla Yisrael. Kla Yisrael consists only with the entire Shifte Ka. The Efshapaz Mikach, he can't, there's no, not one Shevet is expendable. And furthermore, besides for the more mystical concept of Klai Yisrael, Yud Shvatim, practically speaking, the world would have terminated because without Yasef's intervention, there would be no world today because he saved the world from, from starvation. Without Yasef's uh, ingenuity and, and organizational skills and the, the, his ability to manage the economy of Egypt and by extension the economy of the world, he saved the world. When Reuven was trying to save his brother, he thought he was just trying to save his kid brother. He didn't realize that at that moment he was really saving the entire universe. Me'idach kisa im hayatarech yesu mitzvah on the other hand, if let's say he had gone a little bit further, he would have tried a little bit harder to save Yosef. He wouldn't just take him out of the pit and save him and sell him down to Egypt, but rather he would have actually brought him home to his father. You know what would have happened? Klaeser would not have had to go into Gaulus. The reason why we went into Gaulus was because of the Sinas Chinam, because we sold Yasef down to Mitzrayim. Had we not sold him down, if you, know, if you could change, there's, some in, um, there's such a concept called, I think it's called, um, is it called revisionist history? Anyone know that idea? Uh, they play games, right? It's like you could play games with history. Like, let's say, Lu Yitzuyer, you, know, uh, you know, this person wouldn't have gone there, and then, you know, how everything would have changed. You know, if let's say uh, Hitler had uh, counter-history. counter-history, right? Revisionist history is something else, right? That, that's changing. One day and deciding that that, that um, Rabbi Sachs was Rashishiva here from the beginning. Okay. Um, but, right, so what, counter-history? Yeah. What, counter-history. Counter-history is something, and you could look it up, and there are books written about counter-history that people like, historians like to sometimes play what, you know, what-ifs. 
Like, what if, like Hitler, Yimach Shemai, uh, would have, instead of being a starving artist, nobody wanted to buy his work. Let's say he would have been very successful as, a, as an artist. And people, so he would be, a, he, you know, he'd be, he'd, he would just, and then the whole world, the whole world would have been different. Or let's say, you know, different games like that. Like, you know, if one thing had been different, then every, how everything would have changed and how a whole, the whole domino effect, you know, might not have happened if, uh, if uh, uh, who was it, Archbi- Archduke uh, Francis Ferdinand, if he had not been shot, you know, then World War I would not have started. World War I wouldn't have started, World War Mashiach would be here. Like, you know, so many things could have, if things would be different, like, and that's exactly what the Medrash is saying, according to Rapinkas. Like, Reuven didn't understand what he was doing, but if Reuven had only known how significant it was, you know, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have thought it was like, he wouldn't have like, get, just brought him um, out of the, pulled him out of the pit, he would have brought him home because this is major when I'm done, I'm saving the world, I'm saving, and not only that, but because he didn't realize that, now he didn't bring him home. Had he brought him home, to his father, then there would be no chiva, there would be no galus mitzrayim. We would have gone right away in Eretz. We would stay in Eretz Israel. Bini beis hamikdash, melacha mashiach. Everything would have been done. So it seems like the bris ben Absar maybe was was predicated on the assumption that you know that this would happen. But if you could sometimes maybe change history, maybe it would have not been necessary to do that. I don't know. I mean, it's a good question, but. But that's sort of what we're saying, that you don't realize how every little thing that we do is, is counter-history, could be changing something very important, something very important. Like sometimes, I'm trying to think, but like, uh, you know, sometimes like, you, you know, you give a person an opportunity of some sort, like you give a person, uh, let's say, I'll give you an example. Um, when I was a bacher, so there was a uh, there was a guy I was in college with a certain guy, and he, we were, he was taking a we were overlapped in some of the classes, and he was very weak. He was very very weak. He was flunking out of school, and and so you know I, I offered to help him. I'm not a big tzaddik, but that's what I this guy you know I offered him. I put a lot of time with into him, and I and he passed, and. Um, and then he, and then he, uh, because he had a college degree, you know, he uh, he ended up getting a job. He got a job. He got another job. Anyway, before you know it, the guy's like a billionaire today. He's a mamish a billionaire. He has like a huge. I don't want to speak about what he does, but like he's very, very big. He's a you know he's a tremendously very successful guy, and. And I'm not claiming all the credit for it. Obviously, there's Urbani Shlom in the world. And the, but, like, you never know. Like, you just don't know. Like, maybe if I wasn't there to help him and he would have failed and he would have been like this. And, it, you know, you don't know. And, and we all have that, right? Don't we all have people that maybe helped us when we needed, maybe helped us with Gemara when we were not getting it or helped us with getting into a school. And because we got into the school, now we're able to do this or we had pull. Right? I think we all have such stories in our lives. We all need other people. And you never know, like when you have a chance to help somebody else, it creates a whole new paradigm, a whole new uh, existence for the person that had you not tilted him in that direction, who knows where he could have been. You know, you don't know where people end up. You assume, oh, he would have ended up here either way. I don't know if that's always true. 
Maybe because you were here, just forget about tutoring. Maybe you were a good friend. And because he was very depressed, and because you put your arm around his shoulder and you were Makariv and you, you, you took him out bowling or something, and you know, you lifted his spirits because of that, it gave him new chizuk and it gave him the ability to do this. And then he was able to date and he was able to get married and he was able to have a family, all because of you. And this is a mice of You don't know what, we don't realize what we do. We think of this as like insignificant little things that we do here. It's nothing is insignificant. Everything has major, major import in our lives and in the lives of everybody around us, whether we realize it or not. Sometimes just giving a, a nice, friendly good morning to somebody could change the whole day. And if it changes day, you know, maybe he'll do better in Gemara and he'll do better in, in his tests, his, his midterms, his finals. And because of the, all because of your smile, you don't even realize that. All I did was give a guy a smile. Yeah, but that smile was at the right moment because he needed it then. He needed a compliment, and you were there to give him that compliment, and he'll remember that. You might forget it long ago, but people remember if you do something nice to them, and it, it triggers so much. It, it, it opens floodgates in people's lives, and, and we don't even realize what we're doing. Look at what happened because of Bayez. He gave her that wheat, and then she felt comfortable to stay there, and then she, of course, eventually went to that um, silo in the middle of that night, and then the next day uh, they got married, uh, and because of that they had David HaMelech and Melech HaMashiach, all because of that little wheat. Who knew? They didn't know that this Misa would be entered into the, into the record of the Torah, the permanent, beautiful, holy record of the Torah, and that would affect future forever, eternity. It is what it is. They had no idea. This is what this is how Rapinkus learns up the Medrash. I don't know if I would learn up the Medrash because it's sort of like making you know Bayaz and uh, and Reuven like that they didn't know this. I don't know if if I wouldn't say that. I don't think, but Rapinkus is saying it that they didn't understand how great they were. They didn't understand how important everything that they were doing was. They thought it was like just a regular Misa. Had they known how, what the ramifications of all this was, they would have done it with a, a million times better. But they didn't know. They thought they were just doing it, giving a little chesed, giving a little a wheat, a little, you know, pulling a guy out of a pit when he, you know, when he was down. And No, no, no. The taira is machshavit so much. It's in the taira, And it's a permanently recorded uh, account in the taira. And had they only known that this would be so important and so critical and so seminal, they would have done it much, much better. And this is what that Medrash concludes with, and that's the takeaway for us. Don't think that, okay, now after... After Tanakh has been sealed, and uh, and there is no more, uh, there is no more neviim, there is no more ksuvim. It's done. I don't have that. I'm not Bayaz. I'm not Reuven. I'm not going to be able to affect the destiny of Klal Yisrael. Me, 
little me, I'm, I'm in, in 2023, I'm going to affect the destiny of Klai Yisrael. You know, impossible. Like Kain Adover, the Medrash says that's just simply not the case. Ela kol maisa taiv shakal Yehudi nichnas lebinyan aside shal am Yisrael. It's all built into the future destiny of Klai Yisrael. Every maisa that we do, ad kadei kashel yom mevasra gula meshetzakenu hein 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 atzman hakayis machaykem es maisa mitzvah. Elian Navi, who's the Mavasar of the Guli, he's the one that heralds the redemption. Melech HaMashiach, they, as if they have nothing better to do, they're sitting and taking attendance by davening of each and every one. They're here in this room t- recording who's in this room and who's not in this room. And they're going to record tomorrow night if we let, lit our menorah and how we sung Maisur and how much we learned and how much we daven, how, how, how well we kept Shabbos. And, how, and the list goes on. Everything that we're doing is being recorded. We don't realize it. If we would know the, the historic importance of every little thing that we do, our life would be much different. Maybe that's what a gadol is. A gadol is somebody that, that understands the importance of every day. Like we think... We can go for weeks and weeks and weeks, and like we're like in a daze sometimes. I don't, you don't even know, uh, you know, I don't even know what I did this whole week. It's like it's already Wednesday night almost. I don't know where this week went. I don't know what I did. Uh, you know, it was just like one day let it, you know, went into the next, and I have no idea what I did. That's not good. A gadol knows every single day. He pounds it in every single thing that he does. His davening is a real davening, and his learning is a real learning, and his and he knows exactly what he did. No such thing as a week or a month or a year that... But even if we forget, because we are not much of what we're doing, but no one in the cosmic spheres of, of the world, everything is important. Everything that we're doing has a real importance on the destiny of Knesset Yisrael. In Avis, the beginning of the second parak, it says you should be very careful to do even simple mitzvahs, small mitzvahs, like great mitzvahs. You don't know the manschar of mitzvahs. Not only that you don't realize how great the reward that awaits us is for every simple mitzvah, even a small mitzvah, a shvacha mitzvah, like a very, very like low-level mitzvah, we have no idea, even for that, the reward is is Eilishire. Not only that, you don't understand the schar, you don't understand the destiny of that mitzvah, of that maisa. Both for your own personal destiny, for the national destiny. You might think to say that giving, when I put a nickel in the pushka, right, and, uh, you know, that was like, who cares? Like, that's such an, incon- it's such a trivial thing. It's like, it's not a big deal. When I gave that dollar to somebody that was collecting, when I, uh, uh, when I uh, you know, gave a person a nice good morning, when I offered to bring back food to the dorm because somebody wasn't feeling well, that's not a big deal. You might think it's not a big deal. They understand the real, they have the real measuring stick of how great it is. 
and they're waiting with like bated breath. When is this Maisa going to be done? Bishlemus. This is a major, major piece for Mepinkas. And it really, uh, you know, it, it really puts everything into, uh, into perspective. You know, there's a, a, a mashkiach of mine, a repeater from the Masift of Long Beach, where I went to high school, used to say the following vart. And I, I always made a big reshim on me when I was in high school, and it, it stayed with me till today. That if you, if you have a, a, the mice of the Akedah, so it, it's an interesting thing. It, it, if you look at the way the Akedah plays itself out, Savram Avinu, um, Avram Avinu passes like the, the test of, of human, uh, of, you know, of, of world history. There's no greater test than the Akedah, of course. Right? We live from the Akedah. We have this chusim of the Akedah are still with us till today. So, so what happens is that Avram Avinu uh, is about to shecht his son. Of course, the Malach comes and says to him, no, Avram, Avram, don't do that. Don't touch him. He wanted to like draw a little blood. No, don't do that even. Because now I know you're, you're God-fearing, and you didn't hold back your firstborn son. And then it says, Avram lifts up his eyes. Now, if, I was, if this was like a Hollywood film, of course it's not, but if it was, I think that's how I would end the movie, right? He was about to shecht him, and that's, you know, the climax, uh, that's it, that's it, stop, stop the movie, that's good, we got it, right? Fade out, get the, the credits, and, and that's it, that's the end of the movie. Look what happens. Avram lifts his eyes, he sees that there was a ram that was caught in the thicket by its horns. He goes, he takes the ayel, and he brings it up as a carbon instead of his son. Now look what happens. Avram, uh, uh, all of a sudden now a malach comes down uh, again. Shainis min And he says, all of a sudden, I swear by, so says Hashem, you did this, and you didn't hold back your, your son, your only son from me. You're going to have, uh, you're going to be good bench, you're going to have brachas, you're going to, your kids are going to be like the stars in the heaven and the sand on the seashore. So your children are going to be blessed all, by all the nations of the world. What just happened there? The Malach didn't say that at first. The, at, at the point that he did the climax, this was it. The, this is anticlimactic. This is already like this is already like the, the, the outtakes, right? This is not this is not part of the movie. It's like afterwards, maybe you want to do like the bloopers. Okay, so he finds a horn. Whatever. The, uh, that's the big deal. He takes an ayo, and that's all of a sudden he gets a big mishabeach. He didn't get this mishabeach to begin with. First, he just said, "Good, you you know, atiyah, stop." I, you, sh- you proved yourself. That you're, okay, but that was it. There was no brachas. After that, he uh, continues, he finds a ram, he takes his shechts, he puts it on the mizbech in, in lieu of, of Yitzchak, and now the Malakons and Mamish and, and opens up the faucet of, of brachas to Avram Avinu about his sons and stars and sand. Uh, what's going on over here? 
So my mashkiach used to say that the big things in life, the things that we think are like the significant achievements of our life, it's often like, it's not such a big deal like you thought it was because, yeah, those are the, uh, the banner headline events of our life. That's, that's it's important, it's chasha, but it wasn't the akeda that was really the main test maybe of Avram Avinu. Because Hashem commanded him, I, 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 I don't know, but I would assume that many chashav if Hashem came to them and said, I want you to, you know, shecht your son on the Mizbeach, it wouldn't be easy, but if God tells me to do something, I mean, you know, we, we dedicate our lives every day to do what Hashem wants, so presumably we would maybe also have that ability, I don't know. But what's the real... Mivchan, what's the real test of the greatness of Avram Avinu? After the lights are off, after the paparazzi, the cameras are put away and the video cameras put away and, and you think that, okay, that's it, I passed the test. Now what do you do? Do you go home and like pat yourself on the back, I did it? Or do you say, no, 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 it's not done. I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't bring Yitzhak on them there. What am I going to do? I, I, didn't give, I, didn't do, I didn't give Hashem the gift that I wanted to give him. Oh, there's a ram. I'm going to take it. I'm going to put it on the mizbeach. That's a small thing relative to the big thing. But the small thing, the thing that people often think is not the, the main part of the story, that's the main part of the story. The big things in life, the ability to be Meister Nefshel Kiddush Hashem, the ability to, you know, to do something great when the time calls for it. Again, nothing is simple. It's big, but it's not maybe as big as the things that we're not aware of that they're so big. The getting up every morning for davening is huge. You know why? Because nobody's, it's not such a big deal. It's like, you don't, you know, it's like, all right, you know, get up for davening. If I do, I do. If I don't, I know. There's plenty of guys that are not. But that's huge because those are the little things in life that people don't recognize how historic they are, how important they are. They're huge, but, but I could be excused to, to, to write it off and to say it's not important. What we're learning tonight is that every little thing that we do is a major accomplishment. If it wasn't major, you wouldn't need Eliyahu Navi Melcha Mashiach recording everything. It would be, for what, for who? Why are they recording? Because it's, it's very important. It's important for me. It's important for you, and it's important for the entire Kla Yisrael. When we are, you know, sometimes, you know, you hear so many shmuzen over these days with the Muhammad that when you learn, it's for the chayalim. When you daven, it's then you're like, after a while, it's like, chalas, like, enough. Like, I can't, I can't listen to this anymore. Like, stop. You know, it's like, what are you doing? I'm learning a little bit. Like, I'm being never said, it's going to really, it's going to help in Gaza. Yeah, it's going to help. We don't realize, the problem is that we are so conditioned to, to assuming that we know what the value of things are. We know this is nothing, this is nothing. You know, we don't, this measure opens up our eyes that it's not nothing. It's not insignificant. There's nothing that we do. A yid, every single thing that he does is, is so big that we'll never be able to understand it. If we would understand, we'd probably go crazy because we would, we would live in this constant state of like, New, like being neurotic, like almost, like I got to do everything perfectly because it's going to be recorded. I want it to be as beautiful, as perfect as possible. I, you know, if, I, if, if a dollar is going to be in Shemayim Big, imagine if I give a hundred dollars, imagine if I give a thousand dollars, imagine if I, you know, if I actually cook the guy a meal. Like, well, you know, 
you're going to want to like write your own biography. You're going to want to make everything perfect because you recognize that everything is, is being written down. Imagine for a second that you know that someday there's going to be a... Vesim Art School is going to write a biography about you. Okay? And it's going to be a nice biography. You, know, I already, you can already picture the picture of yourself on the cover, the gold you know, title letters. And, um, and now I, I'm, that's a given. There's going to be a biography written about each and every one of you. And now it's your job to what? You have to come up with some stories about yourself that makes the book somewhat remarkable. Can you imagine if every day of your life you lived your life that way? The problem is we, we, you're rolling your eyes like, it's not gonna, no one's ever writing a biography about me. So I'll just live a mediocre life. I don't have to be like, yeah, you know, you know these are great men. They're gonna, they have things to fill up the book because they're great. But maybe it started the other way. Maybe they realized that there will be a book about me. And I have to make sure that every page of the book, every day of my life is going to be, is going to be so valuable that people are going to be inspired by my life. And you know why? Because there will be a biography written. Now, it might, I don't know if Art School will publish it, but there's going to be in Shemayim a recording of our lives. Every person has his own life, a book about his life. And that is going to be filled up with stories and the mitzvahs that we have done in our life. And if we understand that, then maybe the quality of the mitzvahs and the, and the, uh, the, 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 what's the word I'm thinking of? The, um, the, the dramatic um, elements of the, of the, of the, of what we do, the beauty of our mitzvahs, the, the passion that we have for helping people and the, will be that much greater recognizing that there will be a biography and I want the biography to be interesting and to be meaningful and to be, and to be inspirational. That would change the, the entire course of our lives if we would only know that. Sometimes I think that the great people in life, they, they understand that they're writing their own biography and that's how their life becomes a biography. And Mr. Shabayas as well.